welcome to the Optimistic Dream Crusher podcast. I'm Angie Friend, your Optimistic Dream Crusher. I want you to stay tuned for today's episode. We're going to find out what is our hard thing for this week, because guess what? You are made to do hard things, so stay tuned. Happy New Year. It's Angie Friend, your Optimistic Dream Crusher, and welcome to another episode of the Optimistic Dream Crusher podcast. I am so glad you joined me. It is the first official podcast of 2024, and I'm just hoping that you had a great holiday and you had lots of time with your friends and your family, and you've recuperated. I, I don't know about you, but I felt really over exhausted after this Christmas and um, New Year's. And we did absolutely nothing out of the ordinary. It's just, I just think it's a lot. Even when you try to make it not a lot, it's still a lot. I'm just excited that you're here. I know this for me is a hard time of year, and I'm pretty sure there's another couple of people that might listen that feel this way after Christmas. It's like everything that you look forward to in winter is done, and now you're ready for spring, but you know it's not on the horizon. It's quite a ways away, and that's when some of the seasonal sad blues come in for me. I'm really working through this. Sometimes I get not blues, but I get angry. Like this, I hate winter and I really get angry about it and I want to fight it, which doesn't make any sense. This year, I'm going to try really hard not to have that combative feeling about winter, to embrace it a little bit. Because I am that person, like when Harper's excited, oh, I hope it snows. I'm like, oh, I hope it never snows. I hate snow. And I'm, I'm really quite adamant about it and pretty negative about it. And I bet I am not a joy to be around during this winter, but I am trying to be better because that's what this is about, right? To do hard things and to be better today than we were yesterday. So I'm going to try to be a better winter participant than I was last year and have a better attitude. Anyway, welcome to 2024. Let's um, discuss what our very first hard thing is for this January of 2024. And I have been spending a lot of the holidays getting um, leisure time has been spent looking at little clips and reading articles and watching interviews and doing things that I normally don't have time to do. And I had extra time. I jotted down some notes of some things that we could discuss. And that's this one is on the front of my head and the tip of my tongue wrote down, there was someone that was interviewed. They asked how to keep an opt. Someone asked this person how to have an optimistic attitude in a very pessimistic time. We are not in a joyful time in the world. I don't know if you noticed that it's some of us kind of just cocoon in and we don't really just 
think about the outside world. But if you do, in just for, it takes about 10 minutes to pick up on this feeling of things are quite negative, not just in your country, but I think in the world, things are just, I don't know how to say it, but I told Jesse the other day, I just feel like I'm supposed to be preparing for something and I have no idea what it is. So I'm not really sure what I'm prepared for, but maybe I'm just trying to gather my thoughts and figure things out for myself because things seem uncertain in every other part of where I look. There's lots of uncertainty in our world. This person was asked, how do you keep a positive attitude and smiling and laughing with so much negativity and uncertainty around you? They said something profound, and I kind of jotted it down like the gist of what was said. Okay, so what I jotted down was they said they stay positive because they don't care about the opinions of people they don't know and don't matter to them. And that is a lesson in itself. So when we are infatuated with our Facebook feed and our likes, and it triggers something in us that says, oh, that's what I need to seek, that 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 little check mark or that little thumbs up, or they acknowledged it, or they commented. And it's our way of triggering something exciting in our brain. And, and we can talk about Facebook and how they have that as a trigger for a dopamine response in our brains. And it's manipulating how we think. And when we don't care about what other people think of us, it makes a huge difference in who you are. You are authentically yourself when you don't care what other people think. And and if you are that way, you will be a happier person. And you will actually attract more friends and more people will want to be around you because you are authentic. If there's one thing I can thank my mom and dad, especially my dad, for doing is for helping me to not live my life for other people, to not worry about the approval of other people. If you think you are doing the right thing, keep going and don't care whatever the other people think about you. And I have, there's been ups and downs. I mean, every teenager and young adult has times where they second guess who they are and where they fit in and all of that. But honestly, I am the happiest when I revert back to that, I don't care what other people think of me. Even with this podcast, I had to get that through my head that I feel compelled to do this. If not another soul listens to this, or if people don't like it, 
I am getting something out of it. I just talked about that on my last podcast was I am getting so much out of my own podcast. So that in itself is worth this for me. I don't care if you like it or not. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. But if you do, I hope you're, you, you are getting something positive from this. But that's not my reason for doing this podcast. If you're not seeking the approval or the opinions, especially with people that don't matter to you. Now, let's think about that was the other part of this opinion was, or the answer to the question was, I, he, he said, I have a small circle of people that I trust and that I value their opinion. We not only should not care about people that don't matter to us, but we should be able to identify who are the people that matter. And it should be a small secret, a circle of people. And it should not be people that don't genuinely care and love you. Those people should not be in your circle or people that have something to gain by telling you what you want to hear. Those people should not be in that circle. You can have those people in your life if that makes you feel better, but those people should not be trusted in your circle. So you should have a small circle of trusted people that help you guide your life decisions that matter to you, that keep you grounded and help you to know who you are better. I think if we can do that, that's our hard thing is to shut out the opinions of people that don't matter and identify those few people that are in our small circle of influence. So that's our hard thing. Shut those people out, especially on social media. Those people don't matter. Let's be honest. You look at your friend list, you could probably take 75% of those people off your friend list and you would be just fine. And they would probably be just fine with you not on their friend list as well. I also think that when we care what other people think of what we do and who we are and what we post and all that stuff, you are giving people that don't matter in your life power over you because you are exerting energy, worrying about and trying to figure out what these other people are thinking about, and you are giving them power over who you are. So we are not going to allow that to happen. You need to think of it as that. So when you're worrying about what other people think about you that don't matter, you are giving them more power than they deserve over you. So we don't want to do that. We want to zone in on who matters and who we are allowing to guide us through our life. That's the other thing. When you are thinking of your circle of trust or your circle of influence or the circle of people that matter to you, you should be looking for people that you want to guide you in life. 
You should have someone that will tell you the truth when you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. Or if you are making a major life decision, you should be seeking their opinions and asking them what they think is best for you. So these people that you put in your little circle, they should be people that love you, wants what's want what's best for you, even when you might not realize what's best for you. We have had a conversation with one of our kids trying to let them know that when you make a major life decision, asking the people around you their opinion while they look at you from the outside in, it can be valuable because sometimes when you're in this little dilemma or in this situation, you can't really see what those around you see. Your little circle of influence, they see who you are when you're in this situation, how you are, how you're being swayed, how you're not being swayed, how it's changing you. Those people, if you seek them, they can usually give you insight that you're not able to see in the thick of things. And that's really important. You should really understand and discern how to take good advice or how to seek it. How I wrote down, do you know how to seek guidance? And who would be a good advisor to guide you? I always start my day grounded in prayer. And I have incorporated God, I ask him to help me stay in his will for my life for that day. If I go out of that to bring me back gracefully and helpfully so I can stay where he has purposed me, I start my day that way. That doesn't mean that I am going to stay in God's perfect will for my life. But if I start my day seeking that, I feel like I have a better day than just running out the door and not having any kind of time to really balance myself and get myself squared away for the day. Um, So that's how I start my day. I highly advise you having a little quiet time to start your day each day. You might not be comfortable with praying or reading or whatever, but you should at least have a little quiet time to yourself to just get your your head right. Chaos is not a good way to start your day. If you're seeking some quiet contemplative time, that would really be a good starting point for good decision making for your day. How many of us are starting our day scrolling social media? People that don't matter are doing and thinking and saying and publishing and putting pictures. How many of us do that first thing in the morning? If you have time for that, I'm pretty sure you have time to just sit and quietly think about 
things for the day that matter to you or people that matter to you. Okay, so let's think about who is in our small circle of wisdom. And these are people that you trust to give you good advice, to know what's good for you. They love you and they want what's best for you. Even if you don't recognize that, they can recognize what's best for you. Those are the people that you should be consulting when you have something happening or you're getting ready to approach a decision that you just don't know which way to go. Or if the crap hits the fan, those are the people that you're making sure are okay, that they know that they can count on you, that they can call you, that you can circle the wagons with them. Those are the people you should be writing down Maybe having a little meeting and saying, hey, I'm doing something new this year and I really am trying to prioritize my life and you are a top priority for me. You, you matter to me. Your opinion matters to me. And I want to know if I can count on you to give me good advice and to tell me maybe sometimes some things I don't want to hear, but I need to hear. Just put it out there. You need to be accountable to people. And if they're in your circle, you should be accountable to them. And their opinion matters. And how they view you matters. The other people, those are just noise. That's just noise that you need to block off. So what do you, how do you receive good guidance from the people in your circle. So you've established your circle of trust, those people that opinions matter and that you think are good people to guide you. How do you receive good advice? Do you receive it graciously or do you fight it? Are you like a lawyer who instantly wants to go into defense mode and state your your case against what they have to say? So you really have to have a mindset that these people are in your circle because they matter to you, you value their opinion, you know they love you, and they are going to give you advice that might be hard, but it's probably best, especially if you ask the opinion of more than one of these people separately, and they're giving you the same advice. You should take heed in that. You should listen more and speak less when you ask for their advice. Now, it is up to you whether you take it or not, accepting advice is a good idea when you've established your circle of trust. That circle of trust, those people might come and go from that circle, but all in all, they should remain somewhat the same. Some people might travel in and out of your circle of influence or your circle of trust, but the same types of people should be in that circle. There should be someone that's 
good at business, successful. These people should not be living in a cardboard box under a bridge. These people have been successful. These people know you and have known you for a while. These people matter to you and their opinion should matter to you. Their guidance should matter to you. These are the people that you just don't want to disappoint them. And let's not forget, you also matter to them. Sometimes their advice is hard to hear because you know that it is heartfelt and you know that it's from a place of love, but sometimes it's not what you want to hear. You have to just learn to take this advice, digest it, run it around, look at it from all sides and contemplate it. That's a sure sign of maturity. If you can take advice, contemplate it, run it around, think about it and apply it. That is the goal with good, wise counsel. Okay, so our hard thing for this week, the thing that we are going to try because we were made to do hard things is to assess who we allow to be in our circle. And those are the people that we should take wise counsel from, apply it to our life, ask for them to keep you in check, be accountable to those people. But all the other people that aren't in that circle don't matter. They're just noise on the fringe. And you need to learn to change your mindset of who you're allowing to influence you daily. And it shouldn't be those people that don't matter to you. It shouldn't be those people that you don't even know. Their opinions should not enter into your thought processes. Only those people in your circle. And you need to work on taking wise counsel and applying it to your life. So that's your hard thing. And I don't think it's that hard. I just think it's a matter of disciplining your hearing and figuring out who matters in your life circling the wagons, make them your circle, and just really value those people above anyone else. So I am so excited to see where 2024 takes us, but I am really enjoying the podcast. I hope you are as well, because I think we are made to do things. When I say that, I really do mean that you and I were both to make made to do hard things, but it's easier to do them in community. And I hope this is the community you choose to do and challenge you to do hard things in your life, because we're going to try to be better today than we were yesterday. Until next week, this is Angie Friend, your optimistic dream crusher, and I will see you later. Bye. Thanks for joining me today for the Optimistic Dream Crusher podcast. Don't forget, if you love this podcast, then please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, if you want to connect further, let's meet up on my Facebook page, Optimistic Dream Crusher podcast. I'll see you there, but don't forget, you were made to do hard things. So let's get out there and do them together. I'll see you again next time, guys. Bye.